Welcome to the Unity Works Podcast, where we'll share positive insight on today's topical and sometimes controversial topics. The discussion is shaped through the lens of unity and acceptance while focusing on our community, families, and the workplace. Life works better when we come together. Here's your host, Daryl Ross. Hello and welcome to the Unity Works Podcast. So excited that you're here. I'm your host, Daryl Ross. Today, we're talking about the unity of trust in the workplace. That's a big one, isn't it? Looking forward to this topic. But first, just a reminder, if you haven't already done so, please hit subscribe. Really helps the channel out. Share our link with a friend of yours. Truly appreciate this. I think I told you in the last episode, I am passionate about leadership and anything to assist us to be better leaders in the workplace. Let's dig in here. Great quote for you. From Sheryl Sandberg, she's the COO of Facebook. She says, leadership is about making others better as a result of your presence and making sure that impact lasts in your absence. That's good, isn't it? I think we like to lean into the first part of her quote. Leadership is about making others better as a result of your presence, right? That's the whole, yeah, because of me, because of you. That's why we're so great. But it's that second part of her quote that drives it home, making sure that impact will last in your absence. So when you're not around, how is it? Are they still holding up the level of quality and service and standard than when you're right there? And one way to do that is to really focus on your number one job as a leader, and that is to build trust. We discussed that in our last episode, but I think the more important part is, how do you do that? How do you accomplish building trust with your team every single day? Here are my top five. Get your paper and pen ready. Number one, remove barriers. And that sounds kind of crazy because you think about leadership as getting stuff done or holding people accountable, getting deliverables in. But yeah, you need to remove barriers so your team can succeed. In essence, that helps you succeed, right? So your team should look at you as someone that assists them in getting things done. And the best way to do that is to kind of put yourself in their shoes, like right now. Many of you are leaders in roles of things that they're doing now. Maybe you used to do that, right? Maybe you used to be in that role and you moved up the chain. Don't forget what it's like. Don't forget the struggles or challenges of that role. Keep your feet grounded in what they go through. A great story for you. You ever heard of Forrest Mars? Forrest Mars. Now, he made his billions in pet food, rice, and chocolate. Yeah, he's one half of the Mars chocolate empire, you know, M&Ms or Mars bars. That's his thing. So good story says that he went out to one of his factories in August and he went right past the supervisor and went to the front line. Okay. And he asked them how things are going. And they said, well, sir, it's hot. And they, what do you mean it's hot? Well, we make the chocolate up on the third floor. There's no AC up there. It's hot up there. The conditions are really hard to work in. So Forrest Mars walks upstairs with his workers to see what it's like. He goes, wow, it is hot up here. He goes to the supervisor and goes, hey, why don't you get AC up here for your workers? It's hot up here. And the supervisor, very dismissive, says, can't put it in the budget. That's it. So Forrest Mars goes, huh, okay. Well, where's your office? Supervisor says, first floor. Well, first floor, you have AC down there? He goes, yeah, I do. Okay. So Forrest Morris calls maintenance, has them move the supervisor's desk and file cabinet up to the third floor, 
put it in the corner to have him work up there for the rest of the week. Because, you know, just in case you can find money in the budget for AC. And as he's walking out, he goes, and by the way, I'll check with my assistant to find out how many times you called us to help you with this problem. Boom! Isn't that a great story? I mean, it's just a reminder. And look, if you look up the history of Forrest Mars, kind of a challenging guy to work for. But can you at least admit he's putting himself in the shoes of his workers? If that supervisor just would have done the same and put himself in the shoes of his workers, he would understand, yeah, it's hot up there. It's difficult to do my work. So number one, to build trust, you must remove barriers so your team can succeed. In this case, remove the heat, get some AC up there, help your team. So think about your team right now. What could you do that could remove a barrier to help them be better in their role? Number two, get involved. I actually call it involvement currency. You build up points, you build up currency with your team, and that helps to build trust. So I did a training with a call center years ago, and I found out there were two managers who ran the call center, and all of the call center reps loved one manager, did not like the other. And I thought, that's got to be a fluke. What, one's not as nice, or one holds you more accountable? What is it? So I found out a little more detail that one manager got involved, helped the team, and the other one didn't. See, this particular manager that got involved when the team was really struggling, a lot of phone calls coming in and they were getting buried in calls, this manager would get involved and jump on the phones, help the team, all right? The other manager, when that person was on duty, would not help the team. Just let the call center reps drown in phone calls. Now, I understand sometimes you're busy as a leader, you can't, but bottom line is what was the impact on the team? They just pretty much felt like you didn't care. So call center reps shared with me that they're held accountable to time on the phone. So if a lot of phone calls are coming in that aren't being answered in a really uh, efficient, productive way, they get held kind of accountable for that and they kind of lose out on some spiffs or bonuses. So it really does help if the leader gets involved. And this is the funny part. You know, I found out later that those two managers try to do a team outing with the team. And I guess the one team outing with the manager who got involved went great. They had a lot of fun, a lot of high energy. Everyone loved it. How do you think the team outing went with the other manager who didn't get involved? You already know. It was kind of dreadful, right? That they really didn't want to even be there because they felt like that manager didn't care. Because that's what it comes down to, doesn't it? If you want to build trust, you must share with your team that you care and not just verbally by your actions, so get involved. Number three, you wanna build more trust, lead by example. So leaders, you must walk the walk. I shared in my previous podcast that others will watch you before they hear you. So your team members are watching how you do things. It's kind of funny, I worked with a company years ago that was having some struggles with some customer service, and it was funny because the front line said to me, my boss doesn't do that. If we're going through all of these steps for better service and the big hiccup, not that they couldn't do it, they were just kind of sharing that their boss does none of that. It's interesting how your team is watching how you do things. So leading by example absolutely builds trust. Number four, 
to build more trust, you must have integrity. See, it kind of piggybacks off of others will watch you before they hear you. A company I worked for in the D.C. area, this is years ago, and I was kind of excited to be there, you know, big time salary and corner office, the window and the whole thing. And so now I'm alone with the CEO and the COO, and they are talking bad about everyone in the company. I'm no lie. I think they left no one out. They said negative comments about everyone. And I've only been there maybe two or three days. And I was a little perplexed (laughs) because we just came from a big team meeting and they would literally say the person's name and the comment they made. And just, it was It was gut-wrenching to listen to. Now, granted, they weren't talking bad about me, but I'm not so naive to think they wouldn't. I was sitting there, right? I'm sure the second that I left, they were talking bad about me too. So bottom line is, as a leader, what you say matters. I know it's tougher for you because you got to kind of keep everything inside or vent later to your husband or your wife or to a colleague. But we can't do that in front of fellow team members. If you want to build trust, you must have integrity. And by the way, I understand that some employees are difficult, right? That maybe you need to have a discussion with them about how they're acting or whatever it is, but make that discussion private. The bottom line is you can get brownie points on how you handle situations much like that. So have integrity and don't speak poorly about other employees. And number five, recognize people. Yes, for the great work they're doing. I'm not suggesting go buy things. You'd be surprised what a little email. Hey, thanks for your hard work on that. Hey, thanks for your input on that. You'd be surprised with a little text message or just a little note or just saying it verbally. Hey, great job. Quick story. I was part of a training at the Department of Health headquarters in Virginia. A great day, two days, all these officers in the room, but we were assigned like a personal administrative assistant to kind of guide us on the base. Her name was Captain Lewis. Turned out she had two tours in Iraq, actually a Purple Heart wounded in battle. I mean, she was really a fascinating person to get to know and very, very helpful. So it turned out that all our materials did not make it to the workshop. Don't know what happened. We sent them, but they weren't there. So I gave her a thumb drive with all of our materials on it. She went across the base by herself, printed out everyone's workbook, came back to our training room to pass them out. She saved the day. It was amazing. So on the break, my colleague and I got her a card, signed it, and brought her up in front of the group to just share what had happened and how Captain Lewis saved the day. It was really cool. They clapped for her, and she went back. So... I saw that she had some tears in her eyes. And I said, Captain Lewis, you okay? And she goes, no one's ever given me anything before. And I went, what are you talking about? You had two tours in Iraq. You got a purple heart. She goes, they had to give me that. I was shot. (laughs) I was like, oh my goodness. I I tell you the story because first of all, her feelings were just so genuine. And she was kind of saying, hey, the Purple Heart thing is just more protocol. You know, military, you get shot, you get this, that kind of a thing. Although I feel differently about that. But her point was she really felt like we were thankful and appreciative of all her hard work getting the workbooks. And we were, but it was amazing how it impacted her. Your team is the exact same way. You're going to hear many people on your team say, I don't need recognition. I don't need anything. Yes, they do. 
and you do as well. Be that leader that just is mindful of the great work your team does and let them know. So quick recap on how we can build more trust. Number one, remove barriers. You know, our job is to remove barriers so our teams can succeed. Don't forget the story of Forrest Mars and he came to that factory and they had to get AC, right? So put yourself in your team's shoes to help them along the way. Number two, get involved. It really matters that your team knows you're there not just to wag your finger and hold them accountable, to assist them. Jump in where you can help them be successful. Number three, lead by example. Others will watch you before they hear you. You must walk the walk as a leader. Number four, you must have integrity. You know, when I got that job in D.C. with the big office in the window, the minute I heard the leaders talking negatively about other employees, everything changed. The trust factor was gone. So you got to have integrity to build trust. And number five, recognition. Just don't forget to recognize your team for the great work they're doing. And don't wait for the big employee of the month or employee of the quarter. Your team does great things every single day. Be that leader that's really mindful. And you'd be surprised how your team reacts when you're the leader that keeps them top of mind. Stephen Covey has a great book out called The Speed of Trust. The one thing that changes everything. Now, this book is all about navigating change, and we all have to deal with that, right? The pandemic will not go away. We have challenges in the workplace with products and services, but we have to be able to navigate change. But the way Stephen Covey talks about the best way to do that is to get to trust. That's the difference. So that's the importance of this episode. Be the leader that goes above and beyond for your team. Build connection, build rapport, most importantly, build trust. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Please hit subscribe and share with a friend. Life works better when we come together. Talk to you all next week.